You're listening to a WFMJ podcast. I'm Lindsay McCoy, 21 News anchor and reporter, and I'm joined by Catherine Cullen. She's the Senior Director of Industry and Consumer Insights with the National Retail Federation. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's great to chat with you all. Yes. So, you know, I always go to you for the latest industry insight and information, and, you know, Ohio is allowing non-essential retail businesses to reopen to customers today. Uh, What does the outlook on retail spending as we emerge from these stay-at-home orders and store shutdowns look like, in your opinion, as we move forward in the coming days? Certainly. You know, this is something NRF has uh, definitely been tracking uh, since the start of the pandemic, really. And you know, it's important to remember that, that things are uncertain right now. It is difficult to, you know, completely predict what's going to happen. A lot a lot of pressure has uh, been on the consumer and on the retail industry, and, you know, we're still living <laughs> this as it unfolds. Um, but what we do know is that, you know, p- consumers are interested in things returning to normal, um, within the parameters that it is safe to do so, um, you know, when their governors and their localities uh, grant them permission to lift these mandates and and resume shopping. Uh, We do know that most consumers across the country are expecting uh, stay-at-home mandates to be lifted and businesses to be open um, starting now in May, and um, the majority expect most businesses to be open by the end of June. So consumers are, you know, looking to a you know, shorter time frame for when things will be open. But, of course, re- businesses may be open, um, but will you really feel comfortable shopping again? And that's something we've also asked consumers. And what we see is that, you know, consumers are, you know, a little hesitant. Uh, they're eager for things to go back to normal, but they know um, it won't happen overnight. Uh, we know that 46% of consumers think that it'll be July or later before they really feel um, comfortable resuming their activities, their shopping activities as normal. So uh, we expect there will be a very understandable yeah. lag. Um, but, you know, as we continue to track this, as businesses and states continue to open, um, as hopefully this uh, pandemic recedes, uh, we know we have a consumer who wants to pick up their their lives again um, and you know start going back to business as usual if they are, if it's possible. Catherine, the forty six percent of consumers by July is that because they believe that the virus might be gone or really taper off by then? Is that what you're thinking, or is it just because at that point they'll just have had enough and need to run to the store for something? Um, it's a, it's a mix of factors that are they're influencing consumers. You know, I think a lot of it has to do with you know consumers understand that shopping will probably be different when it opens. You know, ninety five percent of consumers say that they expect there will be some sort of health or safety measures in place uh, when they resume their shopping. And of course, that's unfamiliar. So it's going to take a while for them to get used to that to feel you know, comfortable that those measures are, you know, protecting them or protecting their families. Uh, We know retailers are committed to doing uh, what they can to follow CDC local guidelines and um, whether it's social distancing or, you know, regular cleanings or, you know, um, other measures that they're taking. Uh, We know they're looking at at doing a number of things to ensure both, you know, consumers and employees are, are safe in this new environment. Um, I think it's so I think a lot of that is playing into 
affect people aren't sure exactly what shopping is going to look like, um, and it's going to take them a little while to get used to used to it again. How much of a hit in terms of spending will the uncertainty of their next paycheck or maybe their financial futures play a role? Let's say you got laid off or you're not sure your job is okay after maybe this year. Um, so that's one of the um, factors playing into some of the uncertainty um, going on right now. Um, we do know that a, a large portion of people who are unemployed are, are temporarily unemployed. So assuming businesses can come back online, that they're you know getting the support that they need uh, to reopen and to um, resume normal operations, uh, you know, uh, people may start to get rehired. Some of those pressures may uh, relieve, we know, things like the CARES Act that NRF uh, helped work on, um, you know, have given some relief to consumers through things like a stimulus check or, you know, unemployment benefits. So um, there are supports going in to help consumers. Uh, the long-term effects, though, are still, you know, uncertain, um, and we're going to be watching them closely. Just like the virus, a lot of uncertainty. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what some businesses are doing. When I was out and about today reporting, uh, we have a shopping mall where a couple of the anchor stores, Macy's, JCPenney, were not open just yet. Um, I'm told that it's possible it's the same at the other major mall we have in the area. I have to check after I get off this interview with you just to verify that. Uh, the other thing was that some of the businesses were offering curbside pickup instead. I'm told maybe Macy's at one of our malls might be only doing that if they do start to reopen this week. Um, are you seeing more and more retailers opting for this slow, gradual reentry into the economy, and how long can they do that before they completely tank? I, I would assume that they need customers to come in and, and shop. Well, one thing to, to keep in mind uh, with this is, you know, the pandemic's impacting different sectors of retail in different ways. So um, it's impacting restaurants in, in one way. Um, it's impacting certain types of retail, but others uh, like personal care, groceries, um, everyday essentials, those retailers you know, have in many cases actually seen an, an uptick in demand um, as consumers have, you know, needed, they've been home more, so they've been consuming more of certain items or have been stuck at home, so they want things like games or, you know, at-home beauty treatments, uh, you know, at-home nail care, all those types of things. So it's it's not that across the board that everyone is, is experiencing this in the same way. Um, and as a result, the ways they're opening and the ways they're, they're handling their businesses moving forward um, will vary as well. So we've definitely seen some of the measures you've mentioned, things like curbside pickup. Uh, we know that is, you know, where possible retailers, retailers have continued to do that throughout the pandemic as a way to continue, you know, meeting their customers' needs while also hopefully allowing for an extra level of protection for themselves and their employees. Uh, we've also seen things like um, opening for um, appointment only, so having an appointment at a certain time to come in, um, enforcing social distancing in the stores, you know, only allowing a certain number of people in at one time. The solutions are really going to vary across the board, um, depending on the retailer, depending on their customer base, and, and really depending, too, on, on how the locality, um, you know, what their guidelines are in terms of reopening. Uh, one of the things we're doing is uh, offering a lot of guidance to retailers on through NRF to you know, help them understand what others in their industry are doing, um, what some of the best practices are that are emerging, and, you know, how to navigate this time because 
you know, it's, it's, uh, it's guidance varies by jurisdiction. And so the ways in which they're, they are able to open is also impacted depending on where they are. What are some businesses to watch? Do you have any predictions of certain businesses that may not make it? I, I don't know if there are some other than I saw J. Crew said they're going to maybe file for bankruptcy. They may have already have. Anybody else that you say, okay, they are definitely on the border of completely shutting down? And we, we typically track the, the industry overall okay. and, and how it's performing rather than specific players. Um, we can see you know, that re- there are a lot of retailers, you know, Retail as a, overall was doing well uh, leading into 2020. Um, we're benefiting from, you know, a solid economy. Um, the consumer was confident. Um, you know, retail was benefiting from investments in technology and innovation that were starting to pay off. Um, the pandemic in, was unforeseen, and therefore, instead of sort of a slow a general slowdown in business, a gradual slowdown that we might have seen uh, due to a different type of recession. Um, you know, in many cases, things were forced to come to a halt. And yeah. so uh, that's a pressure that, um, you know, really hits retail where there can be some slim margins. Um, but we also know, again, there are retailers who are doing well in this, um, who have been able to, you know, continue delivering to customers who have actually seen an increase in demand. So, again, it varies across the board. Yeah, I would imagine a lot of the counties I report on here in the Valley, they saw higher tax sales tax revenue come in at the beginning of the year, so that actually gave them some pad during the pandemic. Hopefully that helped. But, yeah, it sounds like the economy was just roaring, and then this just completely gave this just a quick time out. Although it's been, you know, several weeks now. So I guess moving forward for the local business owner, let's say you've got your own retail shop. What are some trends that you're watching? Do you think customers will return to those because they know them, their, you know, the personal experience that they had? And do you think that that might really give local businesses an edge? Um, one thing we've really seen during this pandemic is is the sense of community that has really emerged. We have seen this, um, you know, in terms of, of you know, efforts people are doing to support those in their community. And we actually polled consumers on this a few weeks ago and found that, you know, the majority said that they had actually made a purchase in in the past few weeks or months uh, specifically to support a local or small business. You know, whether that's ordering pickup um, or ordering a gift card that they could use uh, later. So we see, you know, people are very um, invested in the businesses in their communities. They want to support them. Uh, we've seen a lot of businesses, small businesses across the board, you know, really being innovative. They're, <laughs> small businesses make up a large portion of retail and uh, they're nimble. So we've seen small businesses rolling out, you know, they might not have had an e-commerce site before, but allowing their customers to text them directly um, with an order or place an order through Facebook, um, you know, messaging out what their inventory is and, and stuff like that. We've seen retailers, small businesses um, set up funds for their employees saying, if you buy a gift card, this is going to support our employees. We had to furlough. Um, so I think there is a strong connection to small businesses right now. This is definitely something that is impacting communities and, and people are part of communities. Um, so I think we're going to continue to see people you know, wanting to support their small businesses. Um, of course, the fundamentals of the economy need to recover. You know, people need to make sure that they're um, sound in their jobs, that they're secure financially, um, you know, over the long term. But we do know that people 
are very connected to what's going on um, with their local businesses. Cool. I really appreciate your help and your information today. I saw one business owner yesterday in person. We interviewed six feet apart, of course, social distancing, and she was telling me about Facebook Live and how she actually was able to pay her rent and uh, some bills off for utilities doing that, making sales. So, hey, maybe this is a new way to uh, have some innovation involved in the local business and maybe help it grow. You never know. So we'll have to you look never on know the right exactly. side of things right now just to stay positive. I really appreciate your time and your expertise. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you.